Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 8th. It is wet outside. We got some more inclement weather coming. It's windy. There might be hail out. So if you don't want to get out and about, listen to the podcast. Today's podcast is presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Best Friends Day. Uh, One of the few days of the year that we do not have a National Food Day. As everybody knows who listens to this podcast, if it is a National Food Day, we will throw it on there. But no food today unless you are a cannibal. Today is National Best Friends Day. It was weird. Like, I was I was expecting some kind of food because there's always a day for it. Like, there's Yeah, there's always something, even if it's weird. different, you know, days of, of food and, you know, I don't know. Billy, we had applesauce cake day. Are you telling yeah. me we couldn't come up with a food for today? No joke. Is there a chicken teriyaki day? If not, to, I'm going to name today as National Chicken Teriyaki Day. I'm sure there is, but I'm going to come up with a food. food day is terrible, though. What's tomorrow's food day? <laughs> I saw it, and I'm like, ooh. Uh-oh. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about it tomorrow. Uh-oh, yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I don't even know what tomorrow's food day is. Wow. Yeah, but today is National Best Friends Day. Friends Day, Wednesday, no coincidence, it falls on a Wednesday. I know that's not how it works with the date, but Friends Day, Wednesday. A little bit of yeah. a similarity there. A yeah. A similarity there. Uh, last night, dude, Braves keep rolling, man. Beat the A's 3-2. to two. Uh, looked, Six in a looked, row, man. Looked okay doing it. I don't want to say they looked great uh, outside, of, outside of maybe two guys, three guys. Uh, they looked fine. They looked okay. Um, only one by one run. Acuna with two bombs, had two solo shots. Uh, he started off the game, first at bat, home run. Second at bat, home run. So dating back to Sunday, he had three straight at bats where he went yaya. Yeah, it was, um, and he went yaya. Yeah, like, he went big time, big time yaks. Did you see his celebration? 435 feet for his first one, and then I think 464 for the second one. Yeah, yeah, 464 Lord. for the second one. That's nuts, man. I can't even hit a golf ball that far. Straight, at least. Uh, did you see his ice tray celebration after his first yeah, home run? Dude, that was – so, you know, he tweeted out He tweeted out that he was going to do it right on Sunday. Or he didn't tweet it out, but he said it on Sunday that he was going to do the ice tray thing. And Trey Young – I didn't see Trey Young's retweet of that. Trey Young retweeted the video that the Braves put out there that said Acuna was going to do it. Trey Young retweeted it and said, with this guy, it's not going to be long. And then so he hits – uh, Acuna hits his home run, his first at bat last night. Braves post that video on Twitter, and I'm talking like almost immediately Trey Young retweeted it and said, told y'all. <laughs> that, that's awesome. I mean – I love hey, it, dude. A, the fact that Trey Young is sitting there watching the Braves game and knowing, you know, what's going on. That's, that's just freaking cool. Like, just shows that, you know – 
other athletes around Atlanta are still trying to cheer for the other other teams and stuff like that, which is perfect. We talked about it yesterday. the The amount of talented youth that we have in all of our sports here in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, you think about the Falcons with Pitts and AJ Terrell, and then Atlanta United with Arujo and Almeida. The Braves have just a litany of Cunha, and this Michael Harris kid is popping up. Ozzy Dansby. I know some of those are kind of getting long of the tooth now. They're not really youth, but they're still they still look young. And you know, and with the with the Hawks, you got Trey, and you got John, you got Hunter, and, and uh, you know. Those are kind of the same, along the same lines as Dansby, but it's really cool to see all of these players supporting each other that play in the city. I think that is, I think that's fantastic for the city and free agents in any sport. Uh, just yeah. seeing the support they get, I think, I think that's a win, man. No joke. And, and Dansby, Dansby, you've seen him countless times walking into a Braves game in a Hawks jersey. Yeah, you know, he's he's walked in with a, with a Falcons jersey before. I mean, it's he's. He's obviously an Atlanta kid, but yeah, I was about to say that that runs deep for Dan's Bay. <laughs> Kyle Wright, uh, though, dude, <laughs> dude, dealing just nasty, sick. Eight innings, two earned runs, which came in the first inning. After that first inning, settled down after seven the, Ks. Dude, a, after the first inning, I believe he only gave up two hits. Maybe it was the I first. Th- it was the first three batters that gave up the two runs. After the first three batters, he settled in and was freaking unstoppable after that. Like I, you I think said, he gave he up a hit. Yeah, 14, 14 in a row. row. Dude, that is, <laughs> that is clinical, man. That is absolutely clinical. I believe he gave up a hit. So he gave up the two runs in the first, and I think he gave up a hit in the second and a hit in the fourth. And then after that, yeah, 14 in a row, sat him down, pitched quickly. Uh, and the, he got the eighth inning, and I was like, oh, man, they're, they're bringing him out here for another one. He's getting close to the century mark. This is this is, might be a little rocky. Might get a couple on. Nope. One, two, three. Easy. Easy peasy. Looked great last night, man. And then Kenley in the ninth, an easy one, two, three, which was much needed for us. Yeah, that was that was great to see because we've, we've kind of spotlighted that Jansen, I don't want to say he hasn't pitched well, but he has struggled recently. Uh, with blown saves and giving up runs and stuff, so that's that's great to see Jansen come in in the ninth, go one, two, three. That's that's got to be good for his, his uh, career, his confidence. I would assume going forward. Yeah, I mean he's that that's his fifteenth save of the year, so he's going to run rush right by that twenty-two and a half number that we talked about yesterday. I, I still cannot believe that they set the number at twenty-two and a half for him. I, well, I wonder what the think. I'd love to know what the thinking was behind that because that seems like an absurdly low number. And that uh, is, let's see, that's um, I was trying to look at Kyle Wright's kind of kind of uh, season in review. That's that's back to back games where he's given up two or less earned runs, and uh, that's man, that's great. He's turning into a absolute stud you know who else is a stud that michael harris kid in center field yeah he is uh after the game michael harris if you guys didn't see it what what inning was it the seventh or the eighth it, w- it was close to the end of when kyle wright was pitching uh michael uh uh i don't remember who hit it but michael harris had a ball hit to him in the right center gap that was tailing away from him and i was like crap there's a double you know this is i hope this doesn't turn into much and michael harris just hawked the ball down it's tailing away from him. It's in the right center gap. He catches the ball maybe a foot from the warning track, 
And at no point in time did it ever look like Michael Harris was, I, I don't know, a, 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 trying as hard as he could, as dumb as that sounds. He, he just glided over there, made the catch. No big deal. Go back, Goes back to the dugout. That kid is one of the best outfielders I've seen in a Braves uniform. And we have seen some absolute phenomenal Braves outfielders. The great thing about that, there's there's two things about the the broadcast that I was a little bit like. One thing I was irritated about, the other thing I was really excited about. So, during the call of that play, Chip Carey says, "Oh, Michael Harris lays out and gets it all." He didn't lay out at all. Like he ran, caught it standing up, like caught it running. He didn't lay out. I don't understand why Chip Carey said lay out. Dude. I don't know. I had it on mute. Yeah. Yeah. You watch. If you watch the replay or the uh, the video on on Twitter, which is where I saw it initially. Oh. Anyway. Two. The cool thing about that, that clip was the fact that Andrew Jones, they zoomed in on Andrew after that play, and you see him going, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you can get a reaction out of the best that ever did it, and that means you made a pretty good catch. Yeah. Uh, Braves take on the A's tonight. Seven thirty-five is supposed Hopefully. to be the first pitch. Yeah, it's um, it's we're gonna have some inclement weather during the day all day. It looks like it's uh, spacing out, so it might be able to dry out, and the weather might not hit Cobb County. It looks like it's gonna be mostly. Uh, West Atlanta that gets a lot of the severe weather. So hopefully we'll get a game in tonight versus the A's and continue our winning streak to seven games. Seven games, we're getting close to double digits, so that'd be fantastic. Who's on the bump tonight? Do you remember, Billy? I don't. It is. Click on this button, then you click here, and you go here, and it takes you here. And tonight on the bump is Ian Anderson versus Koenig, uh, who is relative to Conan the Barbarian. So, oh, and he's a relief pitcher. So, Ian Anderson goes in the bump tonight, 735 for the Bravos. You want some good news? I do want some good news. What's the good news? Mets lost last night. Hey, let's go. We're eight back now. Let's yep. go. Oh, and some other Braves news um, that we didn't mention yesterday, I don't believe. Colin McClock, uh is put on the COVID reserve. So, unfortunately, Pat McAfee was wrong. We have not beaten COVID as Colin <laughs> is now on the COVID list. Yeah, Colin McHugh is on the COVID list. We traded for uh, old friend, and now I just lost my mind on who we traded Make for. Make his name up. Steve Barkowski is who we traded sure, for. Sure, we traded yeah. for Steve Barkowski. Um, and that's... It's a, it's a reliever that we traded for. We just traded for cash basically considerations and an old washing machine yeah of course the old washing machine billy is tonight replica ring night yes it's the last that makes sense okay the cheapest ticket i can find to get into the game tonight is 36 bucks and i was like it's a wednesday night game versus the oakland a's what the hell but replica ring night so get there early if you want a replica ring and if you get one and already have one hit me up i will buy it from you jacob Uh, webb we traded oh jacob Jacob Webb. webb Spider-Man's favorite baseball player. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right, let's get to our preview of the NFL. We've been doing this all week. We'll continue to do it over the summer. 
Uh, this week, or excuse me, today, we have the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals preview. Let's go ahead and hit on the Baltimore Ravens this morning, Billy. Ravens go into the season with Lamar Jackson contract situation kind of looming over the team. Uh, the most competitive division in football per Vegas going into uh, the Ravens, the Bengals, both have plus 200 odds to win, and the Browns are right behind them with a plus 210. So you want to get that Lamar situation ironed out. They will. Uh, he's going to be their franchise quarterback. They'll get that thing ironed out. Uh, after trading for Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman's going to be your wide receiver one. But who picks up the slack after him? Is it is it Devin DuVernay or, or James Proche? Like, I, I, there's just not a lot of weapons for Lamar to throw to from that team. I mean, this, this team is going to be heavily, heavily run-based. But I, I just I, – I don't, I don't know who Lamar is going to throw to if they get into a situation. Because you can shut down one wide receiver. You can put your uh, CB2 on them and then overhang a safety. And then you're going to have your CB1 on one of the other wide receivers. I just – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who this team is going to throw to. I know they're going to be a run-heavy team, but if they get into passing downs and stuff, I don't know if this wide receiving core is going to be able to handle that. Yeah, it's it's something that I think Lamar is thinking heavily about because not only are you talking about trying to get a a brand new contract, but you got to you got to talk to them and be like, who the hell am I throwing to? Because it- he doesn't really have any. And after trading Hollywood Brown, they had 11 draft picks. They didn't use a single one on a wide receiver. So this team is going to be good regardless. They could have two players eclipse the 1,000 rushing mark. Uh, I think that is a tall task, but I think it is something possible. Uh, The Ravens are 10th in the way too early power rankings, and they sport the 11th toughest schedule in the NFL. I say the Ravens will go 10-7 and this year. That is the mark I am setting for them. Uh, I believe that that will make them – a playoff team. I believe the Ravens will finish uh, probably in second in that division. Now let's get to the Super Bowl runner-up, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, coming off a season that could have seen, uh, you, you could have seen that as ahead of schedule, maybe a year or two ahead of schedule for what the sure. Bengals did last year. Uh, they'll keep, they'll try to keep Joe Burr upright with some new offensive line additions this year. They added Lyle Collins to their offensive line. That's the biggest that was the biggest weakness going into the offseason last year and this year and the Bengals have done a decent job of getting the offensive line better now whether or not it it is going to show on the field and Joe Burr is not going to get hit 6225 times per game is we'll we'll find that out this season but that has to be their number one concern going in to this football uh, year is the health of Joe Burrow and I mean he's a young guy but these hits, they, they add up over time, man. And you don't want to see your quarterback getting smacked every single play. Yeah, and Joe Burrow was amongst the top, I think he was top five, if not the number one, I can't remember, um, player to get hit or sacked last year. And he went to the Super Bowl. And, you know, if you add if you add more talents uh, blocking him around him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like that's, it's going to be dangerous. And I want to say they set like a record. The Bengals were the first team to ever have their quarterback sacked like nine times or something and still win a playoff game. Or it was something like that. Like, or 
they set a record for the quarterback being sacked the most times in a playoff game, but still won. It was something like that. It was not a good stat. It was not something you want. Uh, so that that's priority number one for the Bengals this this year is keep Joe Burr off uh, upright. Uh, but Cincinnati boasts one of the most talented offensive arsenals in the AFC North, in my opinion, with Joe Mixon and Samaj P. Ryan in the backfield, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd at the X, Y, and Z, and then Hayden Hurst out there at tight end. I mean, Joe Burr is going to have, you know, just an, uh, just a litany of weapons and what I think is the most offensively talented team in the AFC North right now, in my opinion. Yeah, and the defense ain't bad either. Pretty good. Let's, let's be Pretty real. Good defense, and they also have a kicker with gigantic testicular fortitude, so that helps as well. This is a very, very complete team. Uh, the Bengals are sixth in the way too I early. Became pa- a, I became a fan of their kicker last year when I heard that he go he before um, the kick to push them into the Super Bowl. Yep. He looked. He looked at the coach and said. We're going to the Super Bowl, boys. Let's go. Loved it, dude. All I'm the like, confidence in the world is trotted crap. out there. Yeah. If anybody has seen the South Park episode where Randy Marsh gets uh, testicular cancer, that's what it reminded me of walking out there when he was like <laughs> that. Just, just massive ones. I don't know how he kicks with massive ones like that, but it's that's confidence. S. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Bengals are six in the way too early power rankings, and they have the seventh easiest schedule in the NFL with the max amount of prime time games at five. I set their projected record at 12 and five, and I believe they will win that division with a 12 and five record. All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, Last night in the NHL playoffs, the Rangers lost to the Lightning four to one. Uh, Bryce, this is, this is dangerous. This is dangerous for the Rangers. If everybody saw my tweet last night before the game was over, you could go ahead and get the reigning Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning, at a plus 330 to win the Stanley Cup again this year. Uh, and let me see if it has changed overnight since their win. I would assume it has. Uh, it's gone down a little bit. They're at plus 320 right now. The Avs are still the overwhelming favorite at a minus 220. So if you have faith in the Tampa Bay Lightning and you are a degenerate like me, go ahead and place a couple soft-earned dollars on them now because if they get to the Stanley Cup, their odds will only get worse. Talking to our buddy Matt Ridgway, who's a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, he told me yesterday, he goes, it just seemed like Tampa Bay figured out something. And this is before game two or four. He goes, it seemed like Tampa Bay figured out something with the Rangers in the last game. And if we win this game tonight... He was talking yesterday. He goes, "This could be dangerous for us. Like we could, this this might be a good good way to bounce back through the series." So they've got to head back to New York uh, tomorrow night now. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see if Tampa Bay can can scratch one out from from New York. Uh, games and events tonight. Uh, we finally get Game Three of the NBA playoffs like a year and a half later dude uh, it's stupid the NHL playoffs play every other night and they are a much more physical league and yet the NBA playoffs are like oh we need like three days in between the The NBA playoffs almost play almost as uh, often as the NFL playoffs do (laughs) I mean it's not far off it's no joke yeah it's absurd I forget I forget games are going on honestly 
that's the good thing about the NHL playoffs is there are games pretty regularly. When the NBA playoffs happen, like there's so much time in between, I forget when and where the games happen and who's playing and all that. So, I if if this game goes to five, if this series goes to like five, six, seven games, I'll tune in. But right now, I, I could care less. Game three tonight, Celtics are hosting the Warriors. The game is at nine p.m. in Ugh, Boston. Yeah, no That's thanks. Stupid. No, no thank thanks. You. Yeah, Celtics are a three and a half point favorite. Uh, I will not be watching because I don't care. You need another cup of coffee this morning, Billy? More than you know. Let's do it, dude. Uh, The USGA says Phil and DJ, as well as all the other live golfers that have left the PGA Tour, are available uh, to play in the U.S. Open. So if you guys don't know, all of the majors that the uh, PGA Tour plays on, the U.S. Open, obviously the British Open, the Masters, um, what's what's the other major? Why am I blanking? The Open. The open. So, so all the all the majors in golf are not controlled by the PGA Tour. They're uh, controlled one by the is. U.S. Uh, one is the PGA FedEx. Championship. The PGA Championship is controlled by the PGA. Yeah, outside of the PGA it be Championship, a, should be a major. <laughs> outside that's, of that's the PGA my, Championship. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, the yeah, Masters, so the, the, the U.S. Open, and the British Open are all not contro- controlled by the PGA. They just play with the pga the u.s open and the masters are actually i don't even know if the masters is controlled by the usga i know the u.s open is controlled by the usga the masters is a weird tournament it's it's like it's an anomaly it's very it's very odd um i'm not sure if that's the usga that controls that or if it's like its own like masters committee that controls that i think it might be its own independent masters committee i don't think the usga or the pga tour have any say over the masters field I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's how it goes. Uh, the only thing that kind of sucks that these golfers probably won't be able to participate in is the Ryder Cup uh, because that is a PGA Tour event. But we saw a tweet yesterday where why don't we have a Ryder Cup type event where the PGA Tour and the Live Golf Tour go up against each other? Hey. Dude, I'm all for that. The PGA Tour will never, ever, 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 ever agree to that. Uh, but that would—that's a cool idea. I'd like to see that. Unfortunately for the the U.S. Open, Tiger's out. That's fine. Um, that's fine. He's I don't. Hit. I do not care about him at the U.S. Open. I want him fresh and ready for the British Open. He said, "My body needs more time." Quote, unquote. Yep. That's me. I'm. I'm. I would much. I don't even know where the the U.S. Open this year is at the golf club in Massachusetts. I don't really care to see Tiger around there. I do want to see him. Uh, at the old course in St. Andrews over uh, July. July, I believe, was when the British Open is. I want him to get healthy for that. So that's fine. That's fine, Tiger. Sit out. Get get better. Deshaun Watson booked 66 different women in a 17-month period for massages, Billy. 66 different women in seven in a 17-month period. Uh, the tally is now up to 24 uh, accusers that have come forward and accused him of doing inappropriate things. So, is there? He has to get suspended, right? Like, there's no way around this. He is going to get suspended some games by the NFL, right? The NFL, like, Roger has to suspend him. Has to. You know, they were talking about this too. Um, PFF threw this out there yesterday morning, or PFT, excuse me. PFT threw this out there yesterday morning that it's possible. It's possible. It's not. 
they're not saying it's going to happen, but it's possible that with an extra, you know, accuser or two, that have voided or they could void his contract. Wow, that would be massive. Jeez, man, that would be that would be something. At least it would get the Bengals an out. And what what if that happens and Baker comes back and play and starts the quarterback? You mean the Browns? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Browns. Uh, Baker comes back and starts at quarterback this year for the Browns. That would be stupid, wouldn't that it? That would be nuts. Uh, so yesterday on Pat McAfee's show, they think it's going to be released in July, the, the punishment for Deshaun Watson. And everybody's thinking it'll be released probably about 6 p.m. on July 1st. And it gets buried over the weekend. Plus, it's a long holiday weekend, and it gets buried even more. It's political uh, political release 101. So, You know what? It's not getting buried. What's not getting buried? The Denver Broncos have reached a sale agreement Bloody. for a Ooh. price tag of $4.65 billion, with a B, sources say. And they're going to the Walmart air. I wish someone would have told us it was this low. We could have chipped in and, and bought some of the stock. In, yeah, 4.65 is, is pretty easy. We got that on cash on hand. We're made of liquid, baby. We could have we could have yeah. chipped in on this. Uh, yesterday, the Angels. We could live tour. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, the Angels fired Joe Madden after losing 14 straight games. Uh, you can't, you can't do that. You can't do that with the roster the Angels have either. That's so. Bye, bye, Joe. No more Joe. By the, speaking of Joe, um, <laughs> Joe Girardi, the Phillies manager, we didn't, we didn't talk about this. Was yeah, fired, fired last last weekend. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Joe's not one. having a good week in in the in the. Uh, and uh, what is the MLB? My goodness. I need another another cup of coffee. Uh, the PFF have ranked the top head coaches in the NFL. Billy, top three Hall of Fame coaches, they say. Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, Andy Reid. I don't yep. know if this is – I don't know if this is current. I believe this is current. Like the current best coaches in the NFL. Bill Belichick, John Harbaugh, and Andy Reid are the top three. Uh, then we got Cliff Kingsbury, Pete Carroll, Matt LaFleur, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Vrabel. Frank Wright, Mike McCarthy. Anybody missing there from that top ten that you can think of? Mm, no. And the only reason I'm asking you this is because I'm going to tell you who's missing, and you're going to be like, what the hell? How about the reigning Super Bowl champion, Sean McVay? I don't consider him a great, great head coach. I can I can guarantee you he's better than Kyle Shanahan, Frank Wright, Mike McCarthy, Matt LaFleur, Pete Carroll, and Cliff Kingsbury. Okay. I, it, the, the fact that he's not in the top ten is the dumbest take I've ever heard. Uh, how you rate Mike McCarthy ab- above Sean McVay, I, it's beyond me. And I'm a Cowboys fan. I hate Mike McCarthy. He's a terrible head coach. Where is uh, Arthur Smith? Arthur Smith. Uh, so another one that I thought, Mike Tomlin's at 13, which that, that kind of seems very weird. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Arthur Smith is 20th. That's not bad. After the, job, after the job he did with the Falcons though last year, you're going to tell me Kevin Stefanski, Sean McDermott, Doug Peterson, Nick Sirianni are better coaches than Mike Smith? I mean, he yeah, did I'll a pretty Arthur dang Smith, good – Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take Arthur Smith above all those guys. He did great last year with the Falcons with, with what he had. Yeah. Uh, and, and today in history, in 2015, in the MLB draft, Vanderbilt shortstop Dansby Swanson is the first pick overall by the Arizona Diamondbacks. Later that year on December 9th, Arizona traded Ender Inciarte, Aaron Blair, and Dansby Swanson to the Braves for Shelby Miller and Gabe Spirier? Spire? 
in what has become one of the worst trades in Diamondbacks history. Thank you, Arizona, for trading us a cornerstone to our World Series champion roster. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, did Ender get a ring? Uh, I'm pr- I'm like ninety percent sure he did. Yes, I think so. If if Vought got a ring last night, I'm pretty sure Ender should have got a ring. <laughs> Aaron Blair definitely didn't get a ring. No, he didn't. Um, he did. He did not. Do you remember that Gabe Spire? Was he a like a prospect or something? I don't even remember that. He name. was a prospect. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Bill, you got anything else for the day, man? Nope. Alrighty, that has been the morning five. Rain is coming. If you don't have to get out, don't stay in. Just keep listening to this podcast on repeat. If you are due, please. If you are due, if you do have to get out, please be careful driving around. I know Villarica's baseball camp is happening today. Uh, I know Central has some camps going on today as well. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything off the top of my head. Anywhere else is doing camps. I believe Temple has like a scrimmage basketball game tonight. So if you're going out and about, please be careful, and we will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!